This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Gohan from Dragon Ball Super, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Excuse me, Gohan, this is more of a narrator type thing. Uh, okay. Just do it more like a next time on Talk Time Live. Uh, next time on Talk Time Live. Don't quit your day job, Gohan. Previously on Talk Time Live exclusive. Thank you so much for being a part of this. I really, really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank not only thank you, but thank the entire team at uh, Supergiant for what they did. Hades is an awesome game. If you guys have not checked this game out, go out of your way to check it out. This. I, it, I don't want to toot your own horn to this aspect or even jinx it, but I feel with all the reviews that has already gotten, and my, including mine, I'm waiting for us. I'm waiting for the awards to come in. <laughs> Thank you. I, to be in, you know that that to be in consideration at all uh, with with a with a year with mm-hmm. games like what we had this year is we you know again that that's one of those things we will never ever ever take for granted with our games yeah. it's like I, I used to be a game critic myself back in the days and it's like you can't there's so many amazing games every year that that for to have made something that um may have stood out to people in this way it, it is not um it, it's not something that we you, you can never plan for that um so we're, we're just really grateful that uh, players are enjoying it in this way so th- thank yeah. you very much This week, we have some big news in the world of gaming, including Dragon Ball Z Kakarot's second expansion release this week, Mortal Kombat Ultimate debuting with Melina, Rain, and Rambo, news on the second shipping of new-gen consoles that may arrive this week, and we also look at this year's nominees for the Game Awards, including two developers recently on this show who are listed in a few categories. All this plus my review of No More Heroes as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. everybody and welcome back to another episode of select start i am your host xavier josiah before i even get started with everything that is going on in the world of gaming i want to give a big thanks and a shout out to all of our new listeners and our current listeners and supporters of this show we have received the biggest downloaded episode uh last week with the miles morales episode and um I can't thank you all enough. This was awesome to see. I woke up in the morning and with everything that went on this uh, in the course of last of the last episode leading into this one, it's been crazy. So to see that and the uh, increase in numbers and, and support, much uh, much love to all y'all out there. Uh, it's greatly appreciated and I hope to uh, have you enjoy more episodes to go on. So with that said, let's talk about what the hell happened in the last week or so. Since I last played Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales on the PlayStation 4, a lot of this happened, including my TV just completely uh, going out in Blitz. I had this 4K TV. Um, 
you know, from Walmart. It was called a Hisense. Really never heard of it. And if you never heard of it, there's a reason. But it did last for quite a bit and it finally went out on me. And luckily and fortunately, it did so after I finished beating that game. And even worse, like the PlayStation 4 started acting up just a tight bit too. So it was like, I had, I still have my PlayStation 4 from, from the jump, like from when it first even came out. I never, I never traded it off to get a pro or any of that stupid crap. So I just kept it as is. Um, and it lasted for as long as it is. So, I mean, so shout out to Sony and PlayStation for their, you know, durability of their systems. It, it just lasted as long. It's still running. It's still really running well. I don't know why it did what it did, but it's still running. Um, but lo and behold, the TV completely went out. Like it started playing the sound, but the uh, screen went black. And I looked it up on YouTube and, you know, come to find out there were some ways to troubleshoot it. But the real way to troubleshoot it is to break it open and check out the fuses to see if it was burnt. And it was like, no, I'm not going it. I don't have no we've had this tv for about four going on five years it's probably you know its lifespan is probably done so god bless my wife and i we actually went to best buy to get a brand new tv and now in my home is a brand new samsung qled q70t 4k smart tv absolutely a phenomenal phenomenal tv i highly recommend it for any of you guys who are getting a PlayStation 4 or need something to complement that PlayStation, uh, I'm sorry, the PlayStation 5 quality, I should say, uh, that is coming. Um, but I, I decided to go to Samsung because we have a smaller TV. The TV that I use in my office is a Samsung and I love the features on it and I love what it can do. So I, you know, I, it was between that or Sony, which would have been a really big compliment for that. But hey, I, look, I'm on a budget. We're on a budget. We didn't want to go too big on these TVs. And, and some, in, in some cases we don't really have to, because every TV has a great quality. Like at some point. At some point, there, there are people who can afford to do that. But at other points, there are people who can't afford to do that. And they want to act like they uh, want they can afford to do that. So they, they will have a pretentious purchase of something. Like, these are the people who actually... And, and, and I'm say, as I'm saying this, I am admitting that I was one of those people back then as well. But I'm... I'm I'm in a stage in my life where it's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't need to do all this. It's just, it's so extra. Like I used to, I used to be the one to buy the two, uh, you know, the Xbox and the Playstations or the Nintendo. Like if I'm a fan of it, then yeah, I'm gonna do it. I, back then it was like, I just want to get it just for like bragging rights, you know? And I would make a lot of pretentious purchases. And then later on to come to find out, I'd never even played the Xbox because it, it didn't do anything for me. Uh, and wind up uh you know working with the playstation so you know it's 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 one of those type of situations that i just didn't want to bother with in terms of the smart tv search you know we were picking between this, the q7 t uh the q70t or the q80t and it was also the q90t there as well and at best buy they had all the tvs there you know, in so you can compare and contrast the resolutions, the, the contrast, um, the contrast and brightness, uh, the colors, the resolutions, all that. To be honest, to to be absolutely honest, there really is not that much of a difference 
in terms of resolution and power they're all 4k tvs one maybe it was a little bit brighter than the other they were all at default default settings so that it, you know what you see is exactly what you got and it was like all right do they have all majority of the same type of features and I, I was looking for a particular tv that not only i could play the playstation 5 when i finally get it i can stream 4k movies on netflix and and amazon and all that but also i can connect it to my media servers on my computer here in this office from afar wirelessly and not only does it have that capability but it does it fluidly and very quickly way way better way better than the previous tv that i had so which i don't believe it was able to do that at all but it, the, the samsung that i have in my office was able to do that so in hindsight the samsung in my office was a better smart it was a smarter tv than the one that i had uh previously before i got this new one so i i absolutely love it and i felt like do we really need to go and get a cute uh a q80t like it, it's just really what like the q70 was is just as great i got a 55 inch you know i didn't want to go too big for one for one thing i'm glad we didn't because we could barely fit the 55 in the car we were just just making it to fit in the uh, car she my wife owns a rav4 so you know we were barely able to make it in the car and you know we managed to get it in so if it was a 65 that would have been a problem possibly we could have probably opened up a window or something like that but it was look we're satisfied we don't have to go too big we don't have to like it we're not rich <laughs> none of my friends are rich none of the acmg facebook members are rich we're, we're not going to pretend like we're rich we can get by on what we do we don't need to go so overboard like after a while it all it all becomes a blur and you don't even realize the difference in resolution you just know that this is a gorgeous picture uh gorgeous aspect ratio like only i, I feel like there's there's not that many, there's a there's a minority of people who really focus on resolution to to the minute sense and i don't think it's not that many people i think if if it just looks phenomenal enough that people will be happy so in this in this case you know getting a q70 was just it was suitable it was just like suitable it was reasonable you know it was the most i've ever paid on a tv first of all and it just yeah i it, unless unless the q80t and the q90t did something extraordinary like produce holograms and such <laughs> that can make me breakfast or whatever Nah, i'm good i am good and i also like the bixby uh voice activation system that they have is their ai is, well i don't want to say ai but is their voice activated system much like every other activate uh, voice activated system out there um it allows you to basically voice the controller is kind of like a, uh, an xfinity remote if any of you guys that are listening owns uh comcast xfinity as your cable provider their controller has a remote control um voice activation system as well uh and you can voice you can uh, use your voice to you know switch to playstation or comcast or you know netflix or any of those other deals but just saying you know go to netflix or go to xfinity or go to playstation and it automatically does it i mean it has a, a lot of great features in there ambiance mode and such so it was a great investment it was an absolutely great investment so now all that is left is the playstation 5 which we will be talking about right now because apparently there's word because black friday's coming 
and a lot of a lot of franchise a lot of establishments and uh, retail establishments are now actually doing early black friday sales most likely due to COVID, and they don't want to go through all that havoc that you know i, I that's my biggest fear <laughs> black friday's crazy enough like black friday 2020 could be the equivalent of resident evil <laughs> okay so you know they i think a lot of uh, stores decided to start doing early sales so people could get in with that said there's a lot of people like myself who are looking for the second shipping of game consoles ergo the playstation 5 and the xbox series x and s series um or series s i should say and we're waiting to get you know get that shipment in as we as i am talking i have my ipad here and my apple watch on and i am looking i am tracking down when the announcement of when these uh when this council comes in so if in the event that it happens while i'm recording this there may be an edit in here because that is me jumping on to get <laughs> to get a pre-order for the playstation 5 you know to be picked up so I'm, as i'm as i'm talking right now i have my i'm looking at my ipad and keeping an eye on it and my apple watch to keep an eye on things and uh because I'm, I'm i'm getting information from what's going on in twitter with a few uh you know uh, uh twitter accounts that you know give uh heads up on things like this and you know i i'm just waiting i'm waiting to get this done so hopefully hopefully you know and at the end of the day I will get a PlayStation 5. I've said this before. People will eventually get their PlayStation 5. It's no big deal to be the first or the last. Like, because right now, we're not missing a damn thing. I had a conversation with an ACMG member just recently, uh, a few days ago. Um, because, you know, I, I am, you like, will, like, willingly not have no problem with saying I don't have a PlayStation 5 yet. Because, one, a lot of people don't. There, there's a certain amount of people who were able to get to jump. And that's fine because let, the, let we'll see how this thing plays and how it goes and it's, it'd be better when we get it to know that nothing has gone wrong not nobody's had any problems with it or whatever you know uh i wouldn't mind being one of the first either at the same time but at the, like i said it's not that big of a deal eventually we will get it i can guarantee you i will have one in my house before christmas um let alone if not this week or this weekend for that matter so um but <clears throat> had this conversation with this person and they were they were surprised or they had this pretentiously surprised type of you know way of saying you didn't get yours yet like as if everybody in the world got theirs <laughs> and i'm like no there's there's really no rush i didn't make it to the first one and that's fine you know there really isn't no rush because one all of the games that are being presented right now are all games that are also being presented on the playstation 4 that will easily be upgraded in or playable on the PlayStation 5. So I have no problem with that. Um, so there's really no rush. All the really big, cool games are coming out in 2021. So, and they knew this, so there's, not, there's really no rush for any of this, okay? Um, I, I'm not, I have no problem waiting, you know, to it. And, I, and I'm just confident that I'm gonna get it before Christmas. <laughs> i will have it in, in in this uh in this place before christmas so that's not a problem but he you know he tried to you know list a few games that were worth getting like dark souls and i'm like i'm not really a dark souls type of dude like i never i never been a fan of it i don't 
know it enough to like get all hyped about it so and i'm not one of those people who are gonna jump on you know everything the hottest game that everybody else get you know if it's really worth getting i'm down with i'm not like being contrarian or anything i'm just saying like dark souls is not my genre you know i it's not to say that it's not a great game it's just not my feel um you know but that's theirs but that was the only game that they could that he could list and i think i think astro's playground as well which eh, no that that no <laughs> i'm cool so i mean there everything else is just it really is just already on a playstation 4 i could play it now i'm enjoying it now the only thing i wouldn't be enjoying is like the load times and also the uh what else and, and just a resolution jump the gameplay experience is still there so there is i mean like it until then it's like really you're still experience like i play spider-man miles morales on the playstation 4 had just as much fun and i guarantee you i'm gonna love it on a playstation 5 with no loading times or anything like that it's gonna be awesome i'm gonna love it guarantee but the experience is still gonna be the same so you know i i'm cool with it i am cool with it but it is possible that you know second shippings will be coming this week um some have for the xbox as i've seen on online and uh, announced best buy is rumored to have new units of both the xbox series x and series s and playstation 5 sometime this or uh, later this week maybe in the weekend we'll see fingers crossed because that you know that would be great um some stores have been restocking on xbox um xboxes which could be available right now depending on where you live a lot of bundles have been annou um, announced too and at costco's or whatever so like you just gotta look uh go on twitter you know find it out if you haven't got it yet definitely twitter is the place that probably the best source to uh, find out whether something new is coming or not you know along with like the, the targeted no pun intended um you know retail store that you want to buy from whether it be target costco bj's um what else gamestop best buy whatever you know keep just keep track of it i i can tell you this i don't know it, the irony of gamestop having these systems and only having a few is is boggling um some game stops aren't big enough to handle a bunch of um game consoles at once like i think the one in our area they're probably they're probably only shipping a few in that section and uh so i wouldn't necessarily i would be surprised if they actually um have a lot of units in that system so you gotta i would find a place that had like a major major of uh, you know uh, establishment that has that has the warehouse space to handle multiple consoles like that now i'm talking targets and best buys and costcos so look at look towards those places if you haven't got it yet and just keep track of it as well so um we will see but you know if the rumors are true i will be making an attempt to get a playstation 5 digital and if it's the weekend this possibility i may not be doing a prime episode on the weekend but i can say that i will be doing a prime episode possibly if not sunday then monday definitely and, and that is just based upon if if i get any alerts or anything like that so we'll it, it's being played by air in this at this point so we'll see uh let's move on to some gaming news here we're going to talk about some games that came out this week thoughts on dragon ball z kakarot chapter expansion the chapter two has arrived this week finally uh many fans of the game have been waiting 
for them to come out with an expansion. The last one that they had was kind of lackluster. It was very quick. It didn't really do much. Uh, it was basically covering, uh, you know, if you played uh, the Kakarot game, it basically chronicles Goku's life and through his youth and well, not really his youth, mostly just through the Dragon Ball Z era. And from the beginning of Dragon Ball Z, all through the our favorite sagas, and now it is transitioning into the Super. It really, funny thing, it absolutely skipped over GT, rightfully so. So, um, so it, it basically just, it, it went over to, it went directly and transitioned directly over to the Super. And you started with the Barris, you know, saga. And it wasn't really that much. It didn't really left, leave you a lot to do in there. It wasn't really that lift, uh, lengthy this time. This latest expansion focuses on Dragon Ball uh, Super slash Dragon Ball Resurrection F, which was the movie based on uh, free, the, the return of Frieza and the debut of his golden form. So this time around, Bandai Namco provided a more lengthy adventure that Goku and Vegeta would uh, once again trains with Whis and Barris to become stronger and to face the destroyer and be able to face the new threat which is Frieza. Meanwhile, Gohan and Piccolo creates teams to face large armies of the Frieza force. So they kind of cut off from there to go on another little journey with the other characters. Now, there's some new additions to this uh, and updates to the uh, game that is around this time, which is, I think, really beneficial, pending on how much you leveled up. Dragon Ball Kakarot has a new mode called Horde Battles, which really, uh, which are kind of different from the normal battles that you go through as you, you know, fly around different cities and such, um, in that you fight multiple enemies at once. To win this, to win a Horde Battle, you have to defeat all of them pretty much almost what they consider a battle royal in this case um i do want to warn people to successfully win a horde battle you will have to be leveled up to at least level 80 or more as these guys are very strong and if you understand the level of the levels and balance of the game that you have to level up because that's the theme of dragon ball z and dragon ball super that these are extremely powerful beings and if you're not up to par they will wipe you out easily so I know this from experience so if you are not there yet don't don't even remotely go anywhere near those horde battles because look i went in on a six level 60 with piccolo and they wiped the floor with me i couldn't even put a dent on them that's how strong these guys were uh the only method to help you in, in the battle is by pulling you know off z combos um pending your leveled up big which will take out multiple enemies at once during a horror battle uh the higher the combos the more you will defeat them so that's uh pretty cool it's cool pretty like i said pretty cool pending if you're leveled up high enough you can enjoy it but if you're not you're gonna have a it's gonna be a, a, dis, a disappointing battle so also added to the latest updates is the ability to auto scroll uh to stop you from tediously clicking the buttons on to continue uh, to continue the dialogue I can't tell you how much I appreciate that one little feature. It's the little things that makes a big deal out of your experience in gaming. And if you got a game with a lot of narrative and dialogue, damn it, put an auto scroll on there because I love Dragon Ball Fighters. I really do, I truly do. But the one thing that always stops me from playing that story mode is the fact that I have to always hit that button to advance in the dialogue. And 
I don't. Meanwhile, it, it's this. This is a game that's created by Arc System Works, the same people who create Blaze Blue, the same people who create um, Guilty Gear. Both of those games, all of the Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue games, have Auto Scroll in there. Why? all of a sudden that they did not add this and they've had a lot of time to add this on and they still have not added now granted i don't believe all of the all of the uh the the new uh dlc for dragon ball fighters has been released yet so i am hoping that now that they added for this because it's bandai namco still regardless of whoever the other developers are that they will implement a auto scroll feature on there because I would so much more enjoy the game if I didn't have to click on a button. I feel like I'm getting carpal tunnel when I get it. So hopefully in the future, you know, they'll do that for Dragon Ball Fighters as well. Uh, Bandai Namco also provided DBZ Kakarot with uh, with more side missions and an all new card battle called Dragon Ball Card Warriors, which is really a play on Super Dragon Ball Heroes, the card battle series that they have in Japan and recently released for the Nintendo Switch. Um, which i reviewed and absolutely loved um so while the gameplay is similar to that of dragon ball super uh drag i'm sorry super dragon ball heroes world missions on the switch it lacks the pleasant uh, presentation and uh pageantry of it you know in a sense because if you play the world heroes on the switch when you when you play a card when you draw a card there also is like these dramatic scenes of a battle uh, uh happening as you make your decision to what's going on but in this game it's just like a gen like a generic card game that is really easy to understand is really um easy to play so um but it's just it just lacks the dr dr the drama of it all um if you are someone who never played the card series you may want to check like this you know game i think you would like it uh as it does provide some entertaining and slightly player friendly fun uh but the other downfall to this is that i believe it's online reliant i, I could have sworn that they were checking into my account to see if i was able to play so if you don't have your playstation online or whatever like that you know account you know in there then you may not be able to play this and i would highly recommend if you have a switch to invest in the switch game uh which is a lot more fun and a lot more to offer anyway so there you have it but overall i am enjoying the second expansion much better than i did the first um and when you put it all together it's a great package uh that you have so you you know you'll be able to play the full story which is great but also now you have these expansions, but the second expansion provides a lot more story to it, story and progression to it as well. So there's one more slot that is left as far as the expansion and chapters. And a lot of people online are wondering which one are they gonna pick? I hope it's the Tournament of Power saga, because you know that, I, I, the funny thing is that each, uh, each saga actually represents a new transformation of Goku. So the first one talked about, the first one actually talked about uh, or focused on him turning into a Super Saiyan God, which was the red hair dude. The second one is a Super Saiyan, um, a Super Saiyan God of Blue, which him and Vegeta became. So I'm only assuming that the third one should be Tournament of Power. A lot of people think that it could be, it could be the, uh, you know the goku black saga which i wasn't a big fan of 
uh, in, in a sense, but it didn't really, he didn't really, he didn't really do much in that, 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 that storyline didn't really do much, but the tournament of power was insane. And if they, from like, in terms of like action battle scenes, um, you know, everything that went on in between and then him turning into ultra instinct, I would call that a big letdown if they didn't do the tournament of power. They have to. They just absolutely have to. And then in that case, that saga needs to be the most meatiest, lengthiest, <laughs> if that is a term, um, you know, you know, expansion of them all. Because in terms of like CGI scenes and, and cut scenes, that thing is going to be major. And if you play Dragon Ball Kakarot, the one of the strong points of Dragon Ball Kakarot is in fact the the beautiful character design and the animation and the frame rate that goes along with it i mean it's gorgeous so i would absolutely enjoy seeing that and, and, and I, it was just such a great saga it was an absolutely awesome saga that led to uh some ep really epic events in that in that game too so we'll see we will see uh let's talk about mortal kombat which also released their newest and final expansion this week which is now mortal kombat ultimate this now includes the first story the second story involving uh shang soon and also a i believe 30 uh, believe the uh the combined 34 characters which now added to the series melina rain and rambo had a chance to play with this uh expansion these new uh you know uh characters melina has been I don't know what the big deal is with Melina, but you know, Mortal Kombat fans have been clamoring for this character. And I love I love the character Melina too, but I didn't know there was such a cult following and love for this character, man. Like they like since day 1 people were like, "Can you get Melina? Get Melina, get Melina, get Melina." And I, I, that's all I saw. Ed Boon saw this, he knows this. And Ed Boon is known to troll people online and play around with people's emotions and um at the very 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 end he finally gives the fans what they want and did not disappoint i i have always liked melina as, both as a character and as a player playable character um not one of my favorites of the bunch of course but she was still great but i think this version of melina so much better i mean because this is a more evolved version of her in terms of uh you know move set and gameplay it's so much more fluid than it ever has been i can pull off moves so well and it, they just look spectacular and lethal and deadly and you know really captured her really well i really love what they did with her on here as well rain also rain uh his character which both of them appeared in mortal kombat x uh thoroughly than they have on in this saga as well i only if i correct they weren't in the saga at all but um rain has been actually one of my favorites i love his uh character i love the fact that he could you know roundhouse kick you to the other side of the screen and they they absolutely have him doing that on there both their fatalities are ridiculous i want to go into gruesome detail on that but it, it it's a must um in terms of john rambo when it comes to john rambo uh aka sylvester stallone sly stallone philly's own sly stallone um i'm i, I really 
they've had some really cool, you know, interesting characters in the past. They had Freddy, they had Jason, Leatherface, Aliens, Predator, but none of them truly, really, really felt like they fit as much as Rambo. Like Rambo feels like for this, I, I wouldn't say he fit for every Mortal Kombat game that's ever come out, but I think he fits really well into this one because of the storyline and narrative that goes on. John Rambo is a mercenary, you know, he is, you know, he, he's, he has, you know, guerrilla tactics. He knows how to survive. He's perfect for what's going on in Outworld and everything that's going on in this story. Would he be a great character in the first Mortal Kombat or the first three Mortal Kombats? Maybe not because, well, maybe not, definitely not the first or the second Mortal Kombat because that was tournament based. The story was based around the Mortal Kombat tournament he's not a martial artist he's a tactics guy he's a survivor he's a you know mercenary they're not about you know competing whereas like everybody in the in the in the series was competition but with everything going on now they moved on from the tournament there's no longer about the tournament it's more or less about you know it's warfare <laughs> so rampo is actually quite perfect for what's going on right now in this pro and this um in the process of what's going on in this storyline here and he works really well i liked using him sylvester stallone's voice is being used he did do voiceover for the for the game um it's his character he you know he kind of looked over everything to make sure that it was um and i thought they did a great job with him on air i love his moveset i um, like the fact that he busts out with a huge machine gun he has two different fighting styles one um with his main projectile being a bow and arrow uh ergo you know night wolf and another one is him with a huge uh, semi-automatic machine gun <laughs> and a whole bunch of other you know um you know trap you know jungle traps and all this stuff so it is really cool and they're and, and you know and their ending's cool and again what i love about mortal kombat and why i would definitely consider this the fighting game of the year because i not only from from a gay play a gameplay standpoint not only from a graphic graphic standpoint or a content standpoint, but just their storytelling. And when you have a guy like Rambo who is clearly not in this universe and clearly from another type of universe, Ed Boom and the writers all do what they can to immerse that character into their universe to not make them stand out. Like, what? Like, why are they here? You know, what makes what? How 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 does it make sense that? rambo is there that a leatherface is there that a freddy krueger is there that a you know aliens like they make they write stories for them that assimilates them into the actual game universe and i i that type of effort needs to be rewarded you know for stuff like that because they reward us with it i like i said when they got the teenage mutant ninja turtles and uh the in uh injustice they actually assimilated them in there and you know there is history between turtles and batman and it, you know so it, it wasn't too far off from here as well so i i just love what they did with this and you know you got games like tekken where they have like noctis from final fantasy 7 they got geese howard they got negan from the walking dead the problem is every every major new character aside from akuma has no reason to be there there is no story or background behind how they got there or why they're there. But there's a, at least there is a storyline as to why Akuma 
is in there and that i am grateful for but like if you're going to get other characters in the game at least have some type of a dialogue or some narrative for them that makes sense as to why they're there part like noctis and negan as cool as they are in this game it's just like a waste that they just didn't focus on the storyline aspect of why they're there how to even make it like how the hell negan get there negan got from a post-apocalyptic you know world where there's walkers around and he's barely surviving with a spike bat with a barbed wire bat and then he ends up in tekken where where there's no walkers and civilization is all good and he's just him it, how much sense does that even make you know i can can we figure that out <laughs> so you know kudos to mortal Kombat for you know being able to do that and um you know i you know in terms of um awards i think they I, they, they, they um they got my vote <laughs> speaking of awards we're gonna segue right into it we got a rundown of this year's game award nominees the game awards is one of my favorite times of the year as many of you know if, who've listened to the show over the years i love the game awards i love what jeff Keighley has been doing with this and i tell you what man i am so looking forward to this because this is a very significant year 2020 despite all that has gone down despite everything that has happened the gaming industry has not stopped they slowed down a bit but they have not stopped completely and thankfully we've managed to get some phenomenal games out of all of this um i i tell you what like when it when, when the when the coronavirus first hit it really hit hard during the time i, I remember this because it was final fantasy 7 remake they were just coming out with that and the only games the only versions of that game that they were able to come out with was the digital version because they had to stop all production of and mass production of the uh, physical copies because we were quarantining when we first stopped so those who pre-ordered the physical copy were not able to get that and instead the people who got the digital version were able to play this and enjoy it and they were begging people not to spoil the experience for those people and again this is the reason why i am digital plain and simple it's so like we can we could get down on like the pros and cons of both and i guarantee you there's so many more pros to digital than it is <laughs> physical i'll tell you that but i digress a lot of games have come out uh some of which were so great that i i've reached out to certain you know game developers to talk about their games i am happy i am extremely happy for the announcements that i've gotten because two of the game developers that has been on this show that you just heard at the beginning of this show is nominated for a few uh categories and we're gonna run down some of the um game categories now if you want to you could go to thegameawards.com and make your own votes i don't think your vote will count as to whether they win i think it's just a really fun you know uh way to predict who's going to win because the actual committee the voting jury i should say consists of a lot of major media outlets out there including give me a sec which this is huge because if you if you look at it from this from a standpoint on this and you have you've been nominated for a game award for your game especially if you're an indie gamer if you're an indie game developer this is huge because their jury consists of you know a lot of different media outlets not just gaming media outlets like game informer or game radar or uh game Rant x or GameSpot. 
it's like Entertainment Weekly, Hollywood Reporter, PC Gamer, Newsweek, uh, Polygon, you know, just so many different Vice, as in the Vice Network, Wired, um, What's Good Game, like all these really cool, you know, um, along with IGN and GameSpot and, you know, stuff like that, LA Times is in this is in the jury for this so they're picking out stuff as well it's, it's amazing this is the verge um this is an amazing collection of people ju- judging so for you to be judged among that and be recognized by that that goes to show a lot of the hard work that you put into this game and is well deserved and i am very happy to announce the nominees for the which consist of two game developers that has been on my show and I'm very excited because I, if you heard the beginning of the show with the previous segment of that, I said that I was, I was expecting some award nominations to come in or some the awards to come in for uh, that particular game. And I was right because nominated for game of the year, and this is huge for the game awards, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Shishima, Hades by Supergiant Games. <laughs> Animal Crossing uh, New Horizon Last of Us Part 2 all phenomenal games all of them made big waves but I would say out of all of those games Hades to be nominated for game of the year is a major deal that speaks volumes I didn't know to what extent that that game was going to be nominated in the game awards I just knew it was going to be nominated in some form or fashion but game of the year is a big 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 nomination that is the overall of it all now here's the part where i here's my here's my um my prediction for this i don't think it may win that award but just to be nominated for that is awesome i mean it's going up against some heavy hitters and for them to be on this on this um category means that they are absolutely heavy hitters themselves uh and i after playing that game i i absolutely believe it deserves to be up here um i believe final fantasy 7 could possibly win this on the significance of it we have here a game that has been (laughs) in the making for possibly over damn near two decades We've waited forever for them to do a remake. This is the only game out of all of the games mentioned when it was mentioned at E3 that you have videos, including myself, that went into tears at the announcement of this. When it came back, looking at that game, I mean, man, the emotion, the amount of emotion that happened for this, I would be so surprised if this game does not win because of the emotion factor that has been you know given to it just based on the announcement and then when the game came out it did not disappoint at all it absolutely met all of the hype that it gave i can't stress that enough it is very possible due to the significance of final fantasy 7 remake that it was a splendid remake of the original legendary classic it could possibly win Doom Eternal has said to be a really good game. Ghost of Tsushima, a lot of people have said that they like the game as well. Uh, I, you know how I feel about Hades. I've reviewed that as well. Um, Animal Crossing also is a very significant game in the sense of um, the cult following that is had, and actually also the 
the psychological effect that it's had on um, on uh, the gaming community as well. I mean, we got this game attracts a lot of people who are going through a lot of uh, situations right now in life. Uh, a lot of introverts are tuned into this game. This game has done a lot in terms of uh, getting people to vote. You know, there's there's a there was a political aspect to this game. We had politicians jumping on to this game and, you know, getting, you know, advocating people to actually vote. You know, Biden and Harris was in the game. Uh, AOC, I believe, was in the game as well. You know, it's, the game has don't sleep on Nintendo. <laughs> this is why you don't sleep on Nintendo. When you think they're not in a battle or in a game? No, they they're doing their thing. They are doing their thing, man. Last of Us 2. Uh, Last of Us Part 2, I also believe is a really great game in terms of narrative, uh, storytelling, character development. It's, uh, it, it's really, you know, even, I mean, the drama, you could feel the drama even on a trailer <laughs> of that game of what's happening. So, um, you know, Naughty Dog is no joke, you know, Sony Interactive uh, Entertainment, you know, they, they know how to make a, they know how to tell a story here. So, um, it's going to be interesting, but my my prediction here is that it could possibly be Final Fantasy VII Remake. I, I can tell you, I have to tell you this best narrative. Um, this is where actually I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to absolutely go with uh, Hades on this one uh, because if you heard the interview that I had with Greg Casavan, who is the uh, the man, one of the main guy behind Super Giant Games, and um, he wrote a really great story involving um, Zagreus and his father uh, Hades, and his willing to try to his determination to try and make it to the top, and wouldn't give up. And like, if you haven't heard my interview with Greg, go out of your way, go to TalkTimeLive.com. Uh, and check it out there. The video interview is there. If you're in the ACMG Facebook group, you can check it out there on the announcements page. Um, but you can check out the, uh, the video, or you can also go into um, into your Apple, uh, your subscriptions and such, and find it there if you haven't heard it. But great cast of fan written a great, great story that was really even ongoing afterwards, after the whole thing. So like, there's constant dialogue in this game. So the narrative is ongoing, whereas... I believe all of the others, The Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, 13 uh, Sentinels, uh, Aegis Rim, they stop. But after you beat the game, they, Greg created this narrative that like, even after you reach the goal, it's still ongoing. You're still having this conversation. It literally, like I've said it many times on the interview. It feels like you're, it's just like an, when you come back into the, the hall of Hades, it feels like a whole new day just happened and you starting over and you're having different conversations and such. So, um, I am rooting for Greg on this one. I am absolutely rooting for Greg on this one. As much as I love final fantasy seven remakes, um, narrative and how they changed it and everything. I think there's a nuance to how Greg did his and how he put it together and how he manages to, it wasn't even just a, his storytelling, but it was the dialogue itself. Just everybody you speak to and everything. It, 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 it felt open. It felt real in, in, in that sense. So I'm rooting for Greg on that one to get the narrative award for their best art direction. I, you know, 
significantly i'm also going to go with super giant games on this uh we talked about the artwork in here it stands out if you look at aside from uh ori and the will of the wisp if you look at every other candidate it's virtually the same photorealistic type of situation uh with the exception of final fantasy 7 because there's an anime type of you know look to it as well but ghost of shishima and the last of us both had that photorealistic you know uh character design to it uh ori and the will of the wisps has a very artistic illustration art style painting style um hades character design is phenomenal we talked about that and it, the, the attention to detail has a very you know awesome comic book look and feel to it uh every character you know has a great design look to it I, I i absolutely love it so again right there i'm rooting for super giant games on that note because it's just something that is different but it stands out and that's something as me being a art and designer uh an artist and a designer that's what you're taught you're taught to stand out from the rest like when you see photorealistic games like the last of us and the ghost of shishima and just virtually every game out there you know 13 sentinels and all that stuff and um and and half-life you know you see that and it all kind of blends but when you see something like hades it just stands out it really pops out it's very significant so i would love to see them get that nod for that it'll be that'll be interesting best score and music <laughs> without a doubt i'm going final fantasy 7 remake for this um i've heard i've heard a lot of the other you know music scores of the other ones i like hades too hades is great but Final Fantasy VII Remake is legendary, and if you haven't heard their soundtrack, which I actually have on my um, on my iTunes, uh, I, I purchased the soundtrack. It is phenomenal, in, in, including the one song that I kept. I, I really forgot what that song was, but it was the one song that I actually listened to on loop. That was just majorly, major, it, therapeutic as hell. Um, but awesome awesome soundtrack composed by uh Nobi nobio uh oh god I'm, they so actually i forgot the name of the guy because their font their font sucks <laughs> in this game uh it is nobu uh Usi umatsu and um masashi uh hamesu it, it's in uh misoto suzuki I suck at this. So they uh, actually, they, they, they did a phenomenal job, which is original, you know, uh, composers of all of the Final Fantasy games, if I'm correct. Just outstanding. I For me to buy the soundtrack of a game, that says a lot. And man, I I, th I think that's going to be a no-brainer. That's got, I will be absolutely surprised if they don't win for that. Uh, I didn't vote for all categories because I didn't play all games in here. So it would be, I'll be it would be hard for me to not you know to vote on for something i never played but um best audio design they have uh doom eternal half-life uh i i called i'll just say half-life uh alex i guess this is called ghost of shishima resident evil 3 last of us is for that best performances um we got uh ashley johnson uh johnson as ellie on last of us part two we got uh laura bailey as abby on last of us part two i got a feeling last of us is gonna win one of the performances there um daisuke uh soji as jen sake on ghost of shishima logan cunningham as hades 
It's got to be my favorite there. And Neji Jeter as Miles Morales. Got to give him credit. The, the guy did a great job. He always does a great job because he plays Miles Morales on not only the video games, but also the actual animated series as well. thought he did a pretty good job, but I think Logan Cunningham did a, as far as, as far as, um, really character built like really immersing me to the character i think logan cunningham did a great job as well i haven't heard ashley johnson or Lori bailey as well but i it's possible that they may get that as well either but i'm rooting for logan cunningham on this one uh games for impact um if found kentucky route zero tv edition spirit uh fair tell me why and through the darkest times i didn't do this one because i never played any of those games best ongoing game haven't played this one either but you got your fortnites no man's sky no man's skies is still out jeez um call of duty warzone destiny 2 apex legends all are up for um this year's nomination and strangely not on there is actually uh overwatch that is interesting i guess overwatch is way um they're waiting to do overwatch 2 thank you finally um best indie game i'm sorry i'm going hades here <laughs> corin is also on the category fall guys ultimate knockout uh spelunkin 2 spirited fair i gotta say if any award that i think is going to be a, a a dead ringer it has to be best indie i'm telling you if you play this game how they made it happen the way it looks the way it plays the, narr the um, narrative all of that it is absolutely phenomenal so um that's my go for their best mobile game i recently played genshin impact and <coughs> excuse me aside from pokemon cafe mix which i played among us uh, you know what it's funny among us actually might get it um call of duty mobile i haven't played as well but among us has been a really really hot item as of recent um it's 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 showing with so many um areas if you are a pro wrestling fan and watch uh, aew and watch being the elite they played a little skit involving that game as well and that speaks volumes um this is also the game i believe that uh, aoc was playing as well so that alone may actually get it i honestly think uh, uh genshin impact should get this um but it's very possible among us will actually win genshin impact i it, which i play i I, I I was astounded. I was blown away, actually, I should say, at the idea that this game, this beautiful Breath of the Wild clone is a free-to-play game. And it scared me because it's like, I don't want to get sucked into this game and then they try to suck me out of um, my wallet. <laughs> no, but truth be told, I would have paid normal 60 to 100 bucks for this game experience this game looks it plays beautiful it looks beautiful it has everything you would expect it is supposed to be coming out for the nintendo switch soon i look forward to that as well but absolutely stunning game uh deservingly i i think that that should win but i think among us has a huge possibility of winning on that note best community support apex legends destiny 2 fall guys ultimate knockout fortnite no man's sky and valorant are all up for grabs did not vote on that best didn't vote on this either best vr ar game uh dreams half-life alex um marvel's iron man vr which i heard bad reviews for this game 
or low or lower expectations for this game star wars squadrons and walking dead saints and sinners i ain't not playing a walking dead game on vr okay hell no uh innovative innovation in ex uh accessibility uh assassin's creed valhalla grounded hyper root uh last of us part two and war watchdog legions which i heard was a really great game as well uh those are up for grabs on that category best action i here's the thing this is the part that that this is the part that sucks for me the second the second person that has been on my show that is nominated for a award for best action is not only hades by super giant games but also streets of rage by do um dotemu and lizard cube games ben fiquette who is the man behind the i believe the artwork and everything that went on to this game has been nominated as well i actually reached out to both greg casavan of super giant games and ben fiquette of lizard q games who worked heavily on this and congratulated them they both um replied back i, I was very surprised i wasn't expecting them to reply back as quickly as they did but they, i was very happy to hear from them um you know i sent them a, a big a little graphic uh congrats on there and uh Ben Fiquette actually said, thanks. Uh, you definitely go the extra mile with visuals <laughs> and all. It's a great pleasure. Uh, and he'd be happy to come back to the show at some point. So, and he wished me well with everything that's going on in this crazy world. Um, Greg also uh, replied back as well. Uh, he said, you know, good to hear from me. He thanked me for, um, for uh, the congrats. And it's an incredible honor. Hope I am doing well. This is the part that I really appreciate about, you know, doing what I'm doing is that, you know, having the opportunity to meet such great uh, artists out there and designers out there. Like you can appreciate everybody out there when you're an artist. It really doesn't matter whether what color you are or what creed or whatever like that. What matters is what you put into it and how much effort and passion you put into it. And I say that just because, you know, we, we're going through a lot of stuff right now in this world and in which involving sometimes racial issues and stuff like that we can coexist and there are times when i've coexisted with so many great people of my community and other communities as well i mean half of the reason why i'm here is because of coexisting with other people and when it comes in the world of art and design we don't care <laughs> there's there there's not a care in the world for any type of creed color race orientation the only thing that matters is what you put on a piece of paper or canvas or on a or, or on an electrical um or on a you know uh on a on a computer you know in terms of designing and stuff like that how do you design what do you do what are your philosophies you know what are your inspirations that's all that matters to us nothing else matters so I am always honored to meet actors, game developers, comic artists, and all this stuff. And, you know, getting to see them and what they do and how it gets appreciated, it, it warms my heart. So when I saw both of these guys get nominated, it really warmed my heart because one, I was honored to have them on because I knew that they brought something to the table that was worth mentioning and talking about. And two, you know, it, it, it really I learned from these people I learned from these guys and girls and, and you know men and women who have you know put in the effort who who took the risk to fight for their worth and value and dreams 
and it's always honored to learn from them and i have and because of that i've grown myself so you know congratulations to both of those two and uh it's it's really really an awesome thing but with that said they're both nominated for best action and since i've played both of them and they're going up against they're absolutely going up against um games like doom eternal half-life alex um nia 2 and uh that's crazy like streets of rage is an awesome awesome sequel it really level it measured up to everything that it done before and still gave us that retro feel i've reviewed this game heavily loved it one of my favorite games this year i will absolutely mention that when we do our year-end uh game show hades did something totally different that i've never seen in any one of these games i've seen side scrolling beat-em-ups i've seen 3d platform action games but the significance of what hades has done is just beautifully done um i i, I gotta give it i gotta put I, i'm gonna be rooting for hades but you know a definite shout out for streets of rage 4 as well in this um you know i all of them are worth winning so let's be honest they're all worth winning every category is here there's not one bad game that you're looking at and it's like how did that one get here you know that was that that's damn for sure every game that it, well maybe iron the vr iron man is probably the only one that's got a suspect but um this year has less suspect game picks than it did last year last year there were some games that was like all right they feel like fillers this one this time i feel like there are a lot of games that are worthy of being in the categories they are suggested in so but with that said significantly i i am thinking i'm rooting for hades i see hades i see super giant james and hades coming out with at least maybe two awards in this category because they're they got multiple categories so they got to come off with at least one or two at best i would be surprised if they come up with three uh, but i'll be happy as hell as well but um you know we'll see now we got best action and adventure game up for grabs if you heard my review last week you know where this is going assassin's creed valhalla ghost of shishima ori and the will of the wisps star wars jedi fallen order last of us part two also recently just added miles morales uh, spider-man miles morales by Insomniac Games and Sony Interactive Entertainment. You know where I'm going with this. There's no way in hell I'm rooting against Sp Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales because none of them. I could play Last of Us. I could play The Last of Us 2, and I think that will get me emotional. I could play Star Wars Fallen Order, and I could possibly be entertained by it. Ori Willow the Wisp is a beautiful looking game. Ghost of Tsushima is powerful. And in, 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 in terms of just visual, and I, I can't speak for the story element, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is Assassin's Creed. Name one of those games that really focused on me. Name one of those games that actually like made me feel valued. Name one of those games that actually focused on some real world stuff that is going on today, that was unafraid and unabashedly afraid to point out that we matter you know where i'm going with this that's my pick i'm sticking with miles morales on this even if it doesn't win and i look the theme of it it should not be overlooked 
um i use funny because i just you know the new game informer just came out and they rated you know they reviewed spider-man they gave it a nine i totally agree with that however the writer of it failed to really really capture the depth i can't i i've never seen the guy before i don't know to what uh what uh ethnicity he is but I have reason to believe that he's not of African American, you know, uh, culture, because there's no way that anybody, any black writer, would have not focused on that and noticed that he kind of it, it, it he kind of overlooked the the humane sense of it, and pe- <laughs> there are people who are thinking that this is a political thing. No, it is not a political thing. This is a human life thing. That's what it's all about. It's never about politics. This I, that that's the mis, biggest misconception about what Black Lives Matter is about. It is not about politics. It has nothing to do with politics. I my life is not political. My life is my life, and it's my life is valued. That's what it's all about. And for anybody to think that it's politics means that they don't know the entire aspect. No more than they understood why. Colin Kaepernick took a knee because it wasn't political it was it was rewritten as a narrative of politics but it was never political it's about human life plain and simple and that's what the game focused on and that was the narrative that was the theme of it and it just got like I said like last week it just got stronger and stronger by the time you got to the end and like I said that mural really topped it off right there and I appreciate that so I'm rooting for that one. I don't know if it's going to win, but I am heavily rooting for that. And I pray, I, I really do hope because that means that the voting committee, which I'm really afraid of the voting committee in this case, it depends on who it is. And they really saw the significance of that. If they see that, I would think that it's worth it. If they really, truly played through it and understood that story of what was going on. And there was not a game before it that has ever done what they did or you've talked about or focused what they did. I don't, I'm hoping there'll be more that does the same best role-playing game we got final fantasy 7 remake genshin impact persona 5 royale i'm looking forward to playing that game wasteland 3 and yakuza like a dragon which i am absolutely that's probably going to be one of the first playstation 5 games i get one of them been waiting to play that game heard many great things about that game i ain't no way in hell i'm going to be um, rooting off against final fantasy 7 remake they're the reason this very game is the reason why role-playing games are what they are today. Again, almost 20 years in the making, possibly, I forgot how many years it's been, I think it was 23, maybe? A little over 20 years in the making, finally got it, didn't disappoint, gave us more than what we asked for. No way in hell. Storyline was epic. The fight with Sethroth, epic. What they're leading to do, epic. Nah, you ain't getting me with that. So Final Fantasy VII is my pick for that. Um, Persona 5, I can see a lot of people wanting that to win as well. Um, I can't speak for the other two. I can't speak for the other two. I don't know how good Yakuza uh, Like a Dragon was in a sense, but I'll find out soon enough. Guaranteed for that. So um, we, here we go. My other big category I always love. Fighting Game of the Year. This year, we got Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, which uh, Arc System Works came uh, created. Uh, this is an ongoing game series as well. Mortal Kombat Ultimate, uh, Street Fighter V Champions Edition is still running hard. Um, One Punch Man, uh, 
a, a hero nobody knows. I didn't realize that, that was a fighting game. I, I, one of these days I gotta buy this game because I didn't realize that it was a fighting game at all. Um, Under Night Inbirth EXE, late uh, parentheses CL. All right, god damn, this long. Arc System Works really likes to drag these damn titles. But you got two Arc System Works games with a with Street Fighter Champions Edition because it's an ongoing game series, so it's still relevant. And they still kept coming out with different characters as well. So, like, Gil is the recent character they came out with. If they had another story mode for that, I would possibly jump on it. But I haven't jumped on Street Fighter V in, in, in so long. Doesn't mean I won't still play it. Uh, but I'm sorry. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate gave us so freaking much and i and like story narrative character development content just so much two stories man two awesome story modes i mean fantastic and within those story modes they gave us what we want because we got we got Liu kang in god mode okay (laughs) i I, I can't even I, I don't even know how to fathom that. But Mortal Kombat 11 gets my pick, and I would be surprised if any of these other ones um, lose to that. I mean, uh, wins over that one. So, best family game: Animal Crossing: New Horizon, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, Mario Kart Live, Home Circuit, Micro, um, Minecraft Dungeons, and Paper Mario or the Origami King. Animal Crossing is getting that one. <laughs> that one's def- that's a definite uh best sim strategy crusaders kings desperados 3 gears tactics microsoft flight simulator xcom uh samara squad i can see xcom or gears tactics getting this or even crusaders kings getting it as well best sports uh racing game dirt or best sports or racing game i should say dirt 5 f1 2020 fifa 21 NBA 2K21 uh, uh, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 plus 2. Interesting that Captain Subasa did not get in this, and I, I, I'm highly disappointed at that. Yeah, we got FIFA every year because of a photorealistic thing, but I think Captain Subasa had a lot to offer in that damn game. I really enjoyed I've enjoyed the hell out of that game. Um, but going to probably, you know what? Honestly, I'm going to give a pick for this. I'm going to go Tony Hawk. Because I heard insanely great things about this game. I, the the fact that they remade this game and kind of did the same thing that Square Enix did with um, Final Fantasy VII. You know, they, they totally remastered it. It looks better than ever. They had some really cool things in there. So I'm going to predict that Tony Hawk may actually get it. it, it I heard it met the hype. Uh, best multiplayer, you got Animal Crossing, Among Us. Uh, that's going to be, that's going to be, I think that's going to be the fight. Call of Duty, Warzone, Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout, and Valorant. I think Animal Crossing and Among Us may be the two that are going to be neck and neck on that one. So then they have uh, Creator Content of the Year. I'm not even going to go over that. Best Debut Games, uh, Best Esport Athletes, Best Esports Coach, Best Esport Events, Best Esport Game. Uh, best esport host, which I actually do. I'm aware of these some of these guys, and I'm gonna go with Alex Goldeboy uh, Mendez. I think he is phenomenal. He commentates like a actual sports commentator, uh, and I've heard him not only do esport games, but all uh, for fighting games, but also in AEW and uh, last year. And I was really surprised that they didn't get him 
to be a commentator for that. But I thought he did a phenomenal job. Like, I, I, honestly, if they didn't get Excalibur, uh, if they didn't rehire Excalibur on AEW, Golden Boy could have easily taken his place. I think uh, he's a wrestling fan, and I think he just, from a professional standpoint, does a phenomenal job there. Uh, so I'm rooting for him. Uh, they got best esport team, which, in hindsight, I am really sad that the Philadelphia Fusion not only has not gotten in here because they don't win much, I believe, but I remember last year in 2019 when um, we were hyped because we were supposed to be getting our own stadium and now COVID's here and I'm pretty sure that that put a, a damper on things. I hope that we still get a stadium when the economy kind of rises back up because that's going to be awesome. But uh, we'll see. We will see. So that's all the categories there. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, 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 I can't wait for the awards to come which um when is the awards is in december this year it used to normally it's in uh november but if, uh, last year i believe it was in november but this year the game awards will be december 10th 2020 so like i said go to the gameawards.com make your own votes make your own predictions and uh, we'll see what happens from there so folks that will do it for this edition of uh the news and uh we're gonna take a break come back and have a review of no more heroes the better late and never review of no more heroes what did i think of this game that i have slept on for so long during the days of the nintendo wii we'll find out right after this ladies and gentlemen this is dax xavier josiah the host of acmg presents talk time live the podcast you want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime comics movies and games such as this is miley flanagan the voice of naruto this is stephanie shea the voice of sailor moon this is ruben langdon voice of ken masters and dante from devil may cry hey there this is kyle abear the voice of ryu from street fighter 5 this is chris battle character designer of teen titans go here's your chance to check out all of that and more on talk time live.com talktomlive.com provides all of our acmg content with new and previous episodes exclusive interviews articles and much more visit talktomlive.com and let us help you learn to let go live life and love all things acmg talk time live back with our final stage review and it is my review or should i say my better late than never review of no more heroes the nintendo wii cult classic that uh, i believe arrived around 2007 and i had a nintendo wii back then i for some reason i never jumped on this game uh a game that can be described as a production that has the essence of kill bill afro samurai and even the Eric Andre show to some respect uh, due to his craziness and wackiness of this game. But all the, uh, just a collaboration of awesome <laughs> as a result. Um, this game was created by legendary game developer Goichi Soda, uh, who is also known as Soda 
51 most of you known him especially wrestling fans wrestling gamers i should say famously known him for his work on fire pro wrestling but then later on he went on to create killer seven lollipop cheerleader and i believe his prized possession is no more heroes uh the series of games that he has come out with here he has come out with three games so far with a fourth in the making three two of them are sequels another one is kind of a prequel to what's about to happen in uh it basically in uh the third game which is looking to be very epic is now slated to come out in 2021 and just as a friendly great gesture and for those who like myself who never got a chance to play it for some stupid reason <laughs> they nicely brought back the first two on the nintendo switch giving me the opportunity to play this game and find out why i missed out all along so we're going to talk about this game uh let's start with the story which is just soda 51 is the type of artist that just puts it all out leaves it all on the table he just says screw it and jumps off the cliff and without even caring whether he's going to land on the right place but he takes the risk and his risk results with many rewards here and the rewards that we benefit from let's talk about this story you play as the American Otaku, known as Travis Touchdown. First of all, that name, I, I can't even stress that enough. <laughs> Who won a beam katana in an internet auction. Travis becomes frustrated when he, ran out of, uh, when he runs out of money to buy video games and wrestling videos. I feel like this is me talking here up until this point. He then comes across a hot young female named Sylvia Crystal who, and by the way, both crystals just spelled differently. I don't know to what it, and why they even spelled it this way. Um, Sylvia Crystal, who offers him the opportunity to earn money he needs, provided that he assassinates an assassin known as the Drifter. By doing, the, by doing so, Travis is now ranked in the UAA, which stands for the United Assassins Association. Now, he is in competition that puts, him, his, puts his life on the line and his money for video games fan base collectibles and possibly the quote-unquote heart of sylvia when i say heart i mean something else um a crazy story with uh, a lot of comedy and fourth wall breaking humor uh, it's absolutely awesome the gameplay for me i enjoyed it i enjoyed it even more the second time around when i played it because it's a mix of retro hack and slash uh play you know action gameplay style with wrestling moves, uh, Travis learned throughout the game. Uh, if anybody knows the history of Soda 51, Goichi actually, he's a big wrestling fan. He uh, was very heavily involved in a lot of the early Fire Pro Wrestling games. In particular, the one with a storyline that resulted in the main character committing suicide. A very controversial uh, game indeed, uh, but has, it's also that risk once again has met with rewards of him being able to create other games later on despite the controversy of that game it's just it's an amazing story of how he came up with that and it's never been done before <laughs> especially let alone for a wrestling game you know it, it, not, it, or any game for that it's just it, just so out of pocket but you know he took risks he, this guy's a true artist uh, in a sense, you know, cause true, like true artists take risk. They take major risk. And the one, the, the legends are most likely the ones who take major risk for their work, but it all results in some type of 
understanding and significance that it's like you look back at it it's like this is amazing of what he did when you really look at it, all the aspects of it so um so you got that with the gameplay in here um when you the, there's another wacky part of this when you kill when killing enemies uh he strangely activates a slot machine if you successfully pull off three in a row it will activate Travis's dark side, which can be an assortment of powerful moves to easily do away with whoever's in, um, in the room he's, uh, that he's facing at that time. Um, you also have an open world type of open city environment in here. So you can ride the streets with your motorcycle and travel to various areas, such as the K entertainment, uh, building for side missions, a place to buy clothing, uh, where his, uh, his best friend's video store, to buy more wrestling tapes to learn more moves um a place to train and level up and a uh and a stop by uh, naomi's lab to upgrade on his uh swords so there's a lot of different places you could go to in here as well it's really cool i like the the driving aspect because i've actually played a lot of open world games that had cars uh i would say arkham uh arkham uh batman arkham knights for instance and I love the driving mechanics of that game, but it's still not, it's it's fluid, but not as fluid as what I played with um, No More Heroes 1. I feel like it's so easy to control and you don't run into people or stuff like that. But I think those are the two best driving mechanics that I've ever played for a guy who doesn't drive <laughs> and, and very uh, user-friendly to, uh, you know, to, to work and stuff. So I really enjoyed that aspect of it as well. But, you know, driving around the city is pretty cool and pretty fun uh, with his really crazy looking motorcycle, kind of a Power Rangers looking motorcycle <laughs> indeed. So um, you got that side missions I mentioned, but uh, I'll go into details. Travis goes and, uh, as on uh assassins assassination gigs i should say around the city of santa destroy i still don't know the origin of why they called it that uh he does this to make money which cause was consist of assassinating a uh, couple of ceos of a famous famous uh pizza franchise like i feel that it's funny but i can't i you know if you played the game you know where this leads to there's actually a purpose as to why he's killing all famous ceo um ceo of famous pizza franchises it's really intriguing how they pulled this off but it makes sense on another time when i talk about this on another episode um so you had that you had also killing multiple thugs in a short amount of time using wrestling moves only and many other different type of side missions you earn a lot of you earn all this money uh in this by doing so you can also make money doing odd jobs such as collecting coconuts mowing the lawn collecting garbage in the street filling gas tanks for at a gas station mine sweeping graffiti cleaning and more all of this is to make money uh, by taking on these jobs and missions will earn you enough money to participate in the next ranked mission once you deposit it into a local ATM. Uh, there, there's also the house, which is basically a hub for you. It's, it's basically like a user interface type of type of situation that allows you to uh, do many things in there. Uh, you know, after you after a rank mission that you succeed in you return home where you can save your game via sit in the toilet which is a signature thing um bedroom 
where you can change into new gear that you acquire in the clothing store and sent uh, around Santa Destroy. Um, watch TV. You can switch your you can switch out your swords as well if you like a particular sword uh, that you purchase. Uh, you can watch TV, which means you can watch wrestling, or you can play an actual video game, which is embedded into the actual game that you're playing. So, like that's another cool theme that they have in here uh you could go into the fridge to replenish your health you can also look at all of the masks and collectibles that you uh acquire throughout the game that gets added onto your uh room space so it's cool you you know if you're a wrestling fan you really really enjoy this game you see all these you know luchador masks that he collects all through the game it's pretty awesome so and one of the cutest things ever you get to play around with his cat gene like a real cat not like or a real virtual cat at the best not a innuendo of any kind he actually has a pet cat <laughs> in here named gene and every once in a while you play with the cat you lay with the cat and he looks an awful lot like my cat too so that that part right there was endearing so overall you know this game the the, the story everything about this game I, I really hate myself for not playing this game when i had the nintendo wii i don't know what drew me away from not wanting to play this game but it, it's it's uh, there's a reason why this is a cult classic this game is an amalgamation of game genres mixed with uh great action fun gameplay creative story that just let all logic out the window yet never stirs away from its direction <laughs> uh i now understand why this game is such a cult classic i mean honestly like while not perfect in terms of total fluid control scheme um, it is more than enough to enjoy the game uh, the journey and lots of room for improvement and uh based on my experience with the sequel soda 15 so soda 51 and grasshopper manufacturer did not disappoint so with that said um if i give this a grade for me it's an a minus absolutely absolutely a great game uh again if you're like me and didn't get a chance to play the original no more heroes rather because you didn't buy it when you had the chance or you didn't own a nintendo wii but you own a nintendo switch now's the time to go out of your way to get it and understand why people are so excited for no more heroes 3 when it arrives in 2021 so kudos to them thank you to soda 51 and grasshopper manufacturer for coming out for bringing out these games and allowing us to understand why we need to be hyped for this third one and there's a lot to be hyped for this third one because they're going to go bigger than they ever done so there you have it there folks next week by the way that will do it for this episode of select start thank you guys so very much for checking out this show thank you to all of our new listeners uh wherever you are whether it's in the United States, whether it's around the world, thank you for taking the time to check this show out. I really deeply appreciate it. Uh, getting a chance to voice my fan opinion on all of these games and everything that goes on in the world of gaming. So next week, we are going to be reviewing Hyrule Warriors because it premieres tomorrow, aka 12 midnight tonight. It'll unlock. Um, and uh, we'll check out the much anticipated prequel to one of the greatest games of the nintendo switch bar none if not one of the greatest games in nintendo's history so looking forward to checking that out uh tomorrow but also uh getting a chance to review it next week the week after we're going to review no more heroes 2 my better late to never review with that see the follow-up of this game and uh we're gonna there's more to come i got more games in the, in the making and, and ready to be reviewed plus who knows will i have a playstation 5 by then stay tuned for that and more this sunday or this Monday, I should say, 
I will be reviewing the New Mutants. It actually released this week, and I'm going to get a chance to check it out. Not having having high expectations for this. I'm just going to check it out. If It may be good. Some people may say that they were surprised at how good it actually was, but um, we'll see. It's the, one, it's the final X-Men movie and fox's you know run this is the this is the absolute last one it should have been logan to be honest but this is the actual last one so we're gonna check it out and uh see if it was worth all the wait they've been trying to get it out on theaters they couldn't unfortunately due to COVID. so we will see how this goes from here so folks thank you very much uh as always check us out on talktimelive.com for this episode and all of our episodes you want an easy way to find all of our exclusive interviews go to the exclusive page on talktomlive.com or you can easily type in talktomlive.com forward slash exclusive. If you don't want to miss an episode or anything that comes by in the future uh, in terms of um, our exclusive interviews with some of the best in all things anime, comics, movies, and games, subscribe and download to all of our major streaming networks including spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher Podbean, and amazon music check them all out and by the way if you don't mind give us a rating rate us let us know what you think you know i'm always up for improving the show i'm always up for you know listening to what you guys got to say and your voices need to be heard as well so let me know what you think about whatever we talk about here on this show or in our prime show as well so uh, definitely our ACMG group is always there as well you can check us out there if you're 18 or older with a legit account I hate burner accounts I will never let anybody in with a burner account I'm sorry people we I, I, I respect introverts I'm kind of an introvert but I'm also an extrovert myself or omnivert if you want to call it but don't be afraid to show yourself I will not let any in who has a fake account so if your account is not five years or over I'm not messing with it unless you unless somebody recommends or some type of significant reason why you have a new account or whatever it's not happening I like to make sure that my members are safe and they're having a safe environment to express themselves in the best way no need no need to solicit you no need to you know troll at any cost or any or try to solicit or anything at any cost with a fake account so that will not happen but if you're 18 or older with a legit account definitely come along go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash acmg1 you must answer all of the questions that that group asked for and it has to be answered in the right way so i'm just telling you that right now uh you could also check out my fan page at talk time live you could definitely on facebook as well you can follow me on instagram at daxavier josiah or is Dak Xavier underscore Josiah on uh, Instagram as well. So you, you'll never miss a beat with me at all. So thank you guys so very much. And that will do it for me. On behalf of myself, this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We are out of here. People stay safe, mask up, and let's get through this damn virus. We got 2021 coming. Let's do it. Take care. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.